Welcome to the Are Your Hands Full podcast, a step-by-step parenting podcast for your Jewish family. My name is Dr. S. Yaroslavitz, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Please check out the most recent Are Your Hands Full download at www.handsfullchenuch.com. That's H-A-N-D-S-F-U-L-L-C-H-I-N-U-C-H.com. The Are Your Hands Full audiobook, both volumes one and volume two, are your companions that will escort you from the hospital nursery all the way to the chuppah with your child. The theory and strategies that you will find in its many, many lectures will get you right through the most toughest of times. Check it out at www.handsfullchinuch.com. Click on shop and enjoy. And here's a sneak peek. Concepts in Chinuch Although this book clearly describes the techniques and strategies that will help you be mechanach your children correctly, these strategies will not become part of your permanent repertoire unless you have a clear grasp of the fundamental concepts upon which they were created. Concept number one, it's a long haul, with non-chuppah problems along the way. Raising children involves a 20-year 7,000-day journey that starts in the hospital nursery and culminates with a 400-foot march to a chuppah. The last 400 feet of that journey are actually only symbolic, signifying the successful completion of the journey of chinuch for that particular child. When plotting the route for this 20-year journey down the aisle, it is important to focus on the destination of the journey rather than on concerns about the momentary bumps along the path. Our ultimate goal in Chinuch is to prepare our children for adulthood. Let us keep a proper perspective about bumpy parenting moments and not become hyper-focused on problems that will most certainly not be issues after marriage. In this audiobook, we refer to such temporary problems as non-chuppah problems. Non-chuppah situations such as difficulty with toileting and poor eating habits are problems that children outgrow. And although they may be temporarily stressful, they should not lead to parental negativity that could potentially damage a child emotionally. Concept number two. Does it work? Many parents decide that a particular strategy that they have adopted to cope with a specific situation has worked if that particular method seems to have conveniently put an end to the negative moment. This reminds me of when, after a fun trip to the park, I called all the children to return to the car. They all came except for Yossi, who continued to swing merrily on the swing, ignoring my pleas. After several requests, I threatened him that if he did not come to the car immediately, I would leave him in the park alone. Immediately, Yossi cooperated and got into the car. I definitely thought that my technique worked, but maybe I was wrong. In this scenario, many would conclude that the threatening technique worked, since it effectively relieved the mother of her dilemma. In truth, however, this technique has not worked at all, because Yassi learned nothing about obeying a mother as stated in the Aseris Hadibros. He got into the car simply because he was not interested in being left alone in the park. His response was based on what suited him, rather than on obeying the original command that his mother had issued. 
seen from a long-term perspective, the actual definition of worked as it relates to complete and effective chinuch has a deeper and more long-term meaning. The correct chinuch interpretation of the word worked has been fulfilled when a parent is zeiche to bring their child to the chuppah when they are A. From Shimer Taira Mitzvahs, B. Emotionally stable and ready to form a relationship with a spouse, and C. Communicating with you, their parents, and likely to sustain a meaningful relationship with you even after they are married. And so, a parent who spends precious yet fleeting chinuch days getting toys into closets, laundry into drawers, food into mouths, and kids into beds while employing any and every technique that works for the moment is not using parenting moments effectively. Hitting, threatening, or punishing children may get them off the table or into bed, but at what cost? What kind of parent-child relationship will be built on such interactions? Rather, we must implement strategies that promote healthy parent-child interactions upon which the rest of Chinuch can be built. Concept number three, theory before technique. In this audiobook, principles and theory are taught before technique. It is crucial to understand why you are using each technique and to know each strategy's underlying concept. Clear understanding of the theory that supports each technique will help you apply the correct strategy to a large variety of child scenarios that occur in quick succession. Concept number four, assays and los assays. What's the difference? Similar to the way Hashem, our ultimate parent, does, we can divide the actions of our children into two categories, the assay category and the los assay category. An assay is a positive command that we give a child, such as, please pick up the blocks. A los assay is a negative behavior that we want a child to stay away from, such as coloring on the wall or hitting the baby. Throughout this audiobook, these two terms will be used when referring to children's actions and behaviors. Methods of approach of these two categories will be addressed using a variety of techniques. Thanks for listening to my podcast. My name is Dr. S. Yaroslavitz, and I am the director of Hands Full, which is committed to the provision of community education in the area of behavior management and cognitive development of children. I look forward to hearing from you with any questions that you have. And remember, no matter how impossible things may seem, the Earth will continue rotating on its axis.